Welcome to the Boulder Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Davis. Our coronavirus coverage continues with a conversation about Keep Our Town Alive, a website quickly launched this week in the interest of connecting customers with local businesses still open during the pandemic. I spoke with the creators of the site, Dojo4's Corey Cohn, Derek Dunnigan, and Spike Alakwa on March 25th. I'll begin by saying that Dojo 4 serves as the headquarters for the Boulder Tech Podcast, and I'm also the resident DJ at Dojo 4, and happy to have Corey and Derek and Spike with me today. So you, like everyone else in the world, were kind of going along doing your own thing till about a week or so ago when this slow-rolling tsunami called COVID-19 started to hit, and now you've shifted focus and are working on a site called keepourtownalive.online. Tell us what that is and why you're making it. I can start. We've been working remotely, I don't know, what do you guys think, like a week or so? Um, And we had just vacated our office and we're really starting to see the impacts of what was happening just on the street in other businesses as we were going home, they were going home also, or at least their customers were going home and just seeing very quickly how the local economy was being profoundly impacted. And so I think our first inclination was we need to help other businesses that don't have the capability Mm -hmm. of doing business online. We need to help them do that, you know, pro bono set up some kind of shopping cart, right? That's how we started talking about it, Spike, to see what, you know, who needed help in that area, just getting to move their business online so that people could still support their local businesses that way. And then I started as doing a little initial research. Okay, a lot of people already have shopping carts set up, that kind of thing. Either we're already able to do business online and then added some extra capability or, you know, were kind of seemed fine in that department. And then I looked around and I couldn't initially find like a good directory so that customers could all go find all those places in one place online and they could see, okay, instead of getting all this stuff basically delivered from Amazon, maybe I could still get some of the supplies that I need and the food and the gifts and the you know, entertainment, all that kind of stuff, maybe I can still get that and support my local economy without just going to bigger, more corporate international companies. And, and so I couldn't, there are actually some directories, but I couldn't find any initially. And so we just decided as a first stab just to throw up a directory as quick as possible. And that directory is mainly a listing of Boulder businesses, correct? Yeah, sort of greater Boulder. There's some, we use the Downtown Boulder Partnership or Downtown Boulder Inc. spreadsheet to populate the first run of businesses, but also included some more East Boulder businesses and then just have been adding businesses as we can. We're hoping that people will go to the site and fill out a form if they want their businesses added. Things are changing really fast day to day. Some businesses that were able to provide online service now no longer can, you know, just a day later, some that previously couldn't now can. So it's changing very quickly. We understand that the whole thing is pretty quick and dirty. And, you know, we just threw something up as quickly as possible. But right now it includes not just downtown Boulder Inc. member companies. 
are you adding more businesses than are dropping off or vice versa? Currently adding more businesses than are dropping off. Okay. Just trying to get a sense of are a lot of companies shutting down completely. Local businesses, I mean, even in terms of online ordering. The, the, this idea came about really just over the weekend. And now the site is up. What went into making that happen so quickly? I can feel this one in terms this of the site. Uh, the impetus was to just get the information out there as quickly as possible. So in a day, Spike and I just started doing the basic, most minimal implementation. This is just a single hard-coded page that's that we're doing everything the hard way uh, for the moment. It's very simple and we're looking to evolve it to something that can grow and change quickly that's just going to be adaptable to the situation that we're in. And hopefully we've got some interest from other cities and we're trying to make it easy for other people to contribute and, and grow wherever people want to grow it. Can I add to that a little bit? Please. One of the things that we'd like to offer is not just a place for people to find businesses that they can support online here in Boulder, but in whatever town needs that kind of directory to help people support their local economies from home. And so the URL that we're using is keepourtownalive.online. Ours is boulder.keepourtownalive.online, but we're happy to help other towns set that up at their URL. So I think Loveland currently seems to be interested maybe in doing that. So loveland.keepourtownalive.online. And obviously people can just do whatever uh, URL they want, but we thought if people wanted to kind of collaborate under that one URL, that there's also some sense of camaraderie there between towns. And all of this is a community building exercise and a way to support each other in difficult times. So we thought that was another way to help support each other, not just in our own town, but across municipalities and to build some sort of greater community in that way as well. What are you doing to get the word out about this? For example, for example how did Loveland find out that this site existed? Good old Twitter. <laughs> I've sort of been putting the word out grassrootsy, telling people to tell their networks, that kind of thing. I tried to get in touch with Daily Camera, haven't heard back from them yet. I think a lot of news organizations and organizations in general are just scrambling. So we'll see, but you know, hopefully this will get the word out and we're hoping that anyone that listens to this will then get the word out through their networks. Are you receiving many offers of collaboration or have you been in contact with other organizations about how to continue to develop this site or to do other things to support small business? I've been in touch with people from uh, Help Main Street, which I think you did an interview with Shayla as well, mm -hmm. Joel, maybe earlier this week, back. Yep. about what they're doing. And so we link to what they're doing. And you know, we're really not obviously interested in working at cross purposes, like anything that we can do just to help our local economies, right? This is not about like our particular directory in any way. But since they're really focused on selling gift cards, which is really such a great strategy, we wanted to amplify them. I talked to Shayla also to Bing Cho, who was representing downtown Boulder Partnership and so we're in touch that way and are just going to try to amplify each other's 
work. So for instance, in communicating with Bing, I learned that there in fact is a directory that Downtown Boulder Inc., Downtown Boulder Partnership put up. And so we link to that from our site now. That wasn't on an earlier version, but it is now. And that focuses obviously on downtown Boulder businesses that are members of that business organization. It's boulderdowntown.com slash love the local. So there's that one as well. And it's referenced on our site. Uh, Other than that, we haven't found a lot of collaboration so far, but I imagine it's just going to increase day to day. In addition to offering to list different businesses, you're also offering to stores that don't currently have a way to serve customers online to build them a very simple shop or cart. And you're offering to do that for free. Have you gotten any response to that? Has anyone taken you up on that yet? And how far can you afford to do that? I can talk to that. So over the weekend, I worked on a basic proof of concept of this idea. And the thought was that there are definitely shops out there that normally don't do takeout or delivery, uh, especially in the retail space, but also in the food business. And now all of a sudden they need a way to take orders. And a lot of sites have just put up, email us or call us and we'll get your order ready and have it by the door, kind of, you know, give us credit card over the phone. And that does seem to be working for people. But we do think that there's probably businesses out there who might like something a little, just something simple. It's like, here's what I need get this list over to them so they can put your order together. Not a full-blown shopping cart. If people need that, there are plenty of good products out there. But if they need something today that'll just get the orders in the door in front of whoever's going to fulfill them, we can definitely help with that. So far, we haven't, you know, we've been talking to people. A lot of people have been doing a good job adapting, I'd say, because we find a lot of businesses have shopping carts, but they're only for certain things that they ship and not things that they sell locally. And people have been adapting those to do like takeout orders and things like that. But if people need this, we can definitely provide. And we design this, I design this to just be kind of quick and simple and dirty and it's not fancy and it doesn't do things like inventory management or calculating taxes or anything like that. It's just like, here's my order. We'll figure out how to pay it and just take it from there. But in general, I mean, at at a bigger level, I did this part of out of just being, you know, needing something to do this weekend other than pace. And uh, this may not be the thing that people need, but we have collectively a great deal of technological skills and we need our community to survive. We need to eat. (laughs) We need to get coffee. Eventually I'm going to get tired of my own cooking and run out of beer. So just kind of like being able to put what we're good at together and benefit the community is totally worth it to me and you know beats pacing around the yard again do you see any use for this in a post virus world like do you see this site continuing or just something that you see standing up during this critical period and once it passes assuming it passes do you see it coming down or staying up and remaining useful that's a hard one but i mean in my opinion the world has changed, right? We don't know what that change is yet, but it's going to be different on the other side. You know, we're certainly going to be more nervous about future pandemics and probably even the flu. So from my point of view, I don't know if this is going to be particularly useful in the world we all hope we're getting back to where we can just walk over to the coffee shop or the bike store or the, or McGuckin's or whatever. 
But, you know, I think that having the tools that we're developing now aren't going away. And whether we use them every day or not, I hate to say it, but I think there will be times when we're all staying home again for some reason and that these things will be helpful. Yeah, I mean, it's a really interesting, like, societal and philosophical question, which obviously none of us know what's going to happen. And that's kind of both the scary part and maybe the fun part also. Yeah, my sense is that we just did this. Let's just get something up really quick. This was our reaction. Like, let's do something as fast as we can. And then we'll see, you know, let's iterate based on that. We'll see what's actually useful. It could be that a directory isn't actually useful or building shopping carts for people isn't actually useful, but if we put it out there that we want to help, then we'll get the feedback about, well, what actually is useful. And based on that, we can adapt and iterate accordingly. So my sense is if it's useful, then it will be of use. And then, you know, if we make connections with people, let's say in other towns that are, have a similar inclination or want to do similar work, maybe it'll morph according to those relationships or, as things change, which they seem to be changing, you know, obviously so fast hour to hour that, you know, we'll be able to adapt, you know, maybe it becomes a way for businesses to support each other or, you know, by sharing resources, who knows, you know, I have no idea what's going to be needed. My sense is that, yeah, just like what Spike's saying, that things are, things always are changing, but sometimes that change is more obvious than at other times. Um, and so I think my sense is that we all hope to adapt according to what's needed, according to the change, and we'll see what's brought forth from just us putting out there that we want to be of use. I would add to that that the basic software developer personality is about solving problems, right? That's why you get into it. You like to solve problems. And given that, we're sitting in this problem, we're all frustrated, we're all a bit freaked out, and we want to put our skills to use to benefit the people around us. And whatever that ends up being isn't as important to me anyway as doing something and helping people and using those skills that I have and that we all have collectively to just make a difference. How can people who have ideas to contribute for this or who want to somehow get involved or collaborate, what, what can they do? You can go to the directory, uh, go to the site, and the ways that you can help and participate are going to be on that page. And they actually are changing sometimes a couple of times a day. As a Google form gets finished, it gets up there and there's a link to it as there's a new collaborator will link off to there. And so it also kind of serves as a launching point for getting involved in this. This is a community project, so it's going to evolve in the way that the community decides. And so how to get involved is going to be on it. And so yeah, so if you're interested in helping out, go there and see if there's a way for you to pitch in. And the address again is boulder.keepourtownalive.online. And you can get all the current information there and refresh a few times a day because there may be more information. Uh, yeah, and I guess just quickly to add to what Spike was saying is that we want to solve problems. So if we're not solving the right problem and someone has insight as to what a problem is that we could be spending our time better solving, then let us know. Also, you can get in touch with us through that site, boulder.keepourtownalive.online. I know it's a mouthful, but 
it sends the message, I guess. So yeah, if there's a different problem that needs urgent solving and we have the skills to solve it, we'd be more than happy to collaborate or apply ourselves. Anything else you'd like to add? We're going to be putting up a resource page called at dojo4.com slash don't panic. And what, will, <laughs> what, what sort of resources will we be able to access there? Again, check back often for new resources. Right now, I think what we've got on there, we'll have on there soon, is resources for families like homeschooling, keep yourself from going crazy with your family resources. Some resources for small businesses on what is available in terms of loans and bailouts and support for laying off employees or laid off employees, that kind of thing. Also some work from home resources, some resources around like what you can do in your community to support good works during these times, that kind of thing. And when will that be launched? I don't know, Derek, what do you think? <laughs> uh, soon. We're talking about it. We're talking about it this this afternoon. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, I like seeing your guys' faces, even if it's just through Zoom. Yeah, it's it's uh, the Zoom life. I'm still getting used to it, but it's great to see you all. Corey Cohn, Derek Dunnigan, Spike Alakwa from Dojo Four. Thank you very much. Check out boulder.keepourtownalive.online and we'll see you next time. That was Corey Cohn, Derek Dunnigan, and Spike Alakwa from Dojo4. Follow them on Twitter at Dojo4 and visit boulder.keepourtownalive.online. The Boulder Tech Podcast is made possible in part by Glider, a Colorado-based community movement and nonprofit that produces Boulder's Ignite and TEDx events as well as Boulder's Startup Week. Learn more and consider a donation at glider.com. The Boulder Tech Podcast is produced by me, Joel Davis. Your feedback, criticisms, and comments are welcome. And again, if you or your company or organization have switched your focus to helping solve the many problems arising in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, and you'd like to come on the podcast to talk about it, reach me at joel at dojo4.com or DM me on Twitter at Boulder TechCast. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy and safe, wash your hands, maintain that physical distancing, and we'll see you back here for the next episode of the Boulder Tech Podcast.